Welcome, everyone, to the How to Get the Most Out of College podcast. There's a lot of talk about where to go to college, but not nearly enough about how to go to college. And it's the everyday decisions that drive your success. I'm your host, Elliot Felix. I've been a consultant to more than 100 colleges and universities, helping them improve their student experience. And I'm the author of How to Get the Most Out of College, where I take what I've learned about how college works and make it work for you. And I'm here today with Dr. Dan Maxwell, who's the Interim Vice Chancellor for Student Affairs at the University of Houston and the University of Houston System. And today we're digging into a topic that Dan and I hold near and dear to our hearts because we know it's so important to the student experience, and that is student belonging, feeling like you matter, like you're part of something, like you're listened to, like you're part of a community. And I'm really looking forward to today's conversation. We're going to follow the same structure as the book where we hear about a student's story, we uncover what to do, why to do it, and how to do it. And with that, let's dive in. Dan, could you introduce yourself? Thank you, Elliot. I'm excited to be with you today. I'm somebody who's been working in student affairs for the last 34 years and just had an opportunity to welcome new students to the University of Houston. And it's really one of the highlights of my my career is to, is to get people connected on campus and welcome them aboard, thank them for joining our family here at the University of Houston. So I'm excited to talk to you a little bit about that whole idea of connecting, being part of community and so forth. I will say that it's been a part of my, throughout my career, I've had opportunities to work in residence life and fraternity sororities and student activities and student unions. And the common theme through all that is how you create spaces where students will feel that sense of connection, that sense of belonging, because we know that when they feel that connection, they're willing to stay a little bit longer to, to figure it out, to make it work, to persist and to graduate. It doesn't necessarily all happen in the classroom, but it's a complement to what's happening in the classroom. And so I'm excited to talk about it today. You make an interesting point about when students feel that sense of belonging, they're willing to stick it out and, and continue. I was just looking at the recent National Survey of Student Engagement data. And one of the interesting things from that, surveying almost 200,000 students, the students who intend to continue their second year have a 41% higher sense of belonging, very much along the lines of what you're saying. I would love to make this concrete and hear a story from your experience, Dan, about how a student found belonging and what that looked like for her or for him. I'm actually going to tell you my own story. Even better. I was, my father is in uh, collegiate coaching. And so during my high school years, we lived in New Hampshire in a very small community. By the time I graduated, he had moved to a larger institution in upstate New York. And my family moved and I became a freshman at the new school at Syracuse University and didn't really know anybody because I hadn't gone. I wasn't part of that community growing up. And like a lot of new students who travel to a new school, it's just a completely new experience. And so finding those ways to connect, but we also weren't in a place where I could live on campus my first year. So I was a commuter student and just trying to figure out how I was going to get connected. I was blessed that two of my high school friends ended up going to Syracuse my freshman year. And so I had this connection. I knew people that I could reach out to. They were both living in the residence halls because they were from New Hampshire and they were my conduits to get connected. And I don't know that 
students always have that. But because of those two high school friends, I was able to easily navigate the campus and find ways to get involved. And they included me in activities that were happening in their spaces. So that worked out really well. But it just, it allowed me to think, how do students make those connections when they don't? have somebody who's already at their school, or if there are not activities during those first couple of weeks that kind of expose the multiple ways in which students can get connected. So I was blessed to have those connections and through those own experiences over the last 34 years, to be honest, it's always about how do you create spaces where students can make those organic connections or create spaces where they feel welcome to come into spaces where they will be new in those spaces as well. So how do you reduce the fear of coming into spaces that you don't know? How do you welcome and encourage people to come out to something, to take a risk, to do something, to explore and find those points of contact? That's awesome. How do you do that? How do you create those spaces where students want to take a risk or they come out and try something new? Yeah, I think it's that all hands on deck experience, right? It's from the moment they come to your university during orientation. And what do you show them during orientation? So orientation to me is going to be a mix of what's your academic path point to look like and how do we connect you with academic advisors so you feel comfortable in asking questions about your four-year plan. But it's also exposing students to ways to get connected on campus and whether that means living in the residence halls or being a commuter student. So knowing what the first couple of weeks are gonna look like, what kinds of activities are gonna be taking place. How do you find student organizations on your campus? How do you volunteer on campus? Maybe it's important for me to work while going to school. How do I find a job on campus? And so those very early connections that students can make before they even join you physically on the campus full-time, I think send a really important message. And then when school starts, when they come on the campus, what kinds of weeks of welcome do you have? And it's you can't really just have a one and done opportunity. You just can't have a student organization fair, but you have to have multiple events at multiple size types of events, receptions, student organization opportunities, play fair to get students out and let go a little bit. So I think you have to find different points of contact for the students and then allow them to explore those things, but also to encourage it, right? So it's not just about We'll build it and they will come. It's about messaging them through social media, knowing that students take in information differently. It's about sharing the calendar of events. It's about being at those events and welcoming students as they come into your little spaces so that they feel like they're a part of it. I love the pairing of exploring and encouraging. They, they seem like they go well together. I think intuitively, we all have this sense of the value of being part of a community, the value of feeling like you matter, like you belong. But can you spell it out for us or go a little deeper? Why is this, why is it important to, to feel that way? How does that contribute to your success in college? When, when, when I have an opportunity to speak with parents during orientation, I say to them that when you're talking to your students about this opportunity in front of them, about finding the right kind of academic pathway, it's also about finding that right community within the community. And we know that when students have a sense of ownership of their experience, they are going to be more committed to it. And how do you build ownership around your experience? You find anchors that keep you coming back. Um, and so I kind of jokingly say to parents, you know, when your high schooler was doing well and they were having a good time because they put forth the effort to do that. They made their own checklist. They got involved. 
the times that when you would ask them to do something and they weren't connected to that experience, you got the eye roll or the, uh-huh, I'll get to it. And so the difference is helping the student find those things that they're excited about, that they can be involved in. And so like at a university, the size of the University of Houston, you know, we have almost 500 student organizations. And so I tell students and parents, there is something here for you. Getting you connected to that is what we're here to do. And if you can't find it, then there's a process of creating a club that may not already exist. But I want you to at least explore what we have to offer. And I want to encourage you to find one or two things, not 10, because going to college is a new experience. The academic rigor is going to feel different than high school. Some of you in this room may also be working. Some of you in this room may also be commuting back and forth to campus. But find at least one or two things out of your academic coursework that gets you excited that you want to participate in. Because those things will help you feel that sense of connection. And then from that sense of connection, I think it involves into the sense of belonging. And you no longer feel like you're going into somebody else's space. You feel like you're going into space that you've helped to create or space that's fostering that sense of belonging and connection. And when people feel that way, they're willing to take more risks. They're willing to maybe volunteer to do an activity or to sign up to be a leader of a particular activity within a club or organization. They're willing to take a risk to go do some community service with folks that they may not know because they feel safe in a place where they feel that they belong. You can drop down to the very basic Maslow's theory of, so do I feel safe? Do I feel connected? Do I have a place to lay my head? Do I have food? Therefore, I'm there. But if you look at community in the very same way, if I feel safe and connected, am I also then willing to move to the next level, which could be engagement and involvement? And if I'm feeling engaged and involved, am I willing then to lead some of those activities to help complement and contribute back to my community? The idea that you no longer feel like you're going into someone else's space, but you feel like you're going into your own space, I think is such a wonderful way of measuring something that's so nuanced and hard to measure yet so important and gives you such a tangible sense of, okay, now I've got this, I've had this sense of connection, it's blossomed and grown into a sense of belonging. It started with my welcome week and now I found my one to two things to get involved in and maybe it's, I'm working and that's a way that I get involved. I think this is all such great advice. What other advice would you have for a student? What are the one or two things they should do early on? Let's say we've got lots of students in their first six weeks or so into the semester now. What are the few things to be thinking about early in your first semester to find that connection, to find that belonging? Yeah, you know, I don't want to oversimplify it, but the first thing I would say is that you, that you have to be willing to go and explore. You have to be willing to go to a, a student organization meeting when you've been invited or they have an open call for it. Most student organizations are really open for everybody and they may have different events, like they may be faith-based or they may be community-based or they may be based on your major or an interest area. But if it's something that gets you excited or you're interested in, you know, take a risk and go to it. If you don't want to go by yourself, take a friend with you. And the friend That's may not necessarily idea. have the same interest, but they're your friend, right? So they're willing to go with you to explore this together. And also have a little grace because not all student organizations are perfect, right? So you may walk into a room and you're like, hey, I'm here to explore this. And some students are going to be great and they're going to come up to you and invite you and talk to you and make you feel connected or at least give you some more information. You know, sometimes they're not always that skilled, right? So go to the meeting, 
be persistent, show your interest, ask questions. There's an opportunity to sign up to do something, do it, and you'll find your way. What's probably not going to happen is someone's probably not going to come knock on your door, whether you live in the residence hall or come to your home or your apartment and invite you to an event. These are really ways in which you can come to something that's happening so that you can come to a club meeting. Or the other part of it, quite honestly, is with the different types of programs, activities, speakers, comedians, music shows, coffee houses, go to those events, go and enjoy yourself and then connect with the people who are there. And, you know, I don't know that it's always going to be easy, but it's all possible. It is all really literally possible for you to find a way to get connected. And so it's going to be a little give and take, some give on your part and some give on the folks of the people who are inviting you to these events. But do it, right? Don't wait for the invitation, just do it. I think that's great advice. And especially the, it's not always going to be easy and show up with some grace. I'd love to end our conversation thinking about a reference or a resource that you think would be useful for folks to to learn more. And I'll start just because what you said about grace and patience resonates so much with a lot of the research I did for the book, looking into groups like the College Transition Collaborative and this whole science of so-called wise interventions, these small things that make a big impact and countless studies that show, you know, when students read a story and reflect on their own experience and they learn that everybody struggles a bit with finding that sense of belonging, everybody uh, suffers a bit of imposter syndrome and that it's common and that it's temporary, you know, their grades go up, their sense of belonging goes up, their likelihood to stay in school goes up. And so I think that putting yourself out there, but also expecting that it, it, it may not always be easy and it's not easy for most folks. I think it is so important. Dan, you get the last word on belonging and a chance to maybe add one more resource or reference uh, for folks who want to learn more. I'll say this. Don't expect your experience to emulate anybody else's experience. So this has got to be your path, your way of connecting and reaching out. And so the best thing that I, I can advise you to do is to trust your gut. You know what it was like prior to going to college and the ways that you got involved maybe at your high school or with your church community or volunteer organization you did in your greater community. Those things happen because you invested your time in those organizations or those experiences. And you made connections in doing those experiences. And through those experiences, you got something out of it. And I think the same thing can happen to you on college, but don't worry about maybe what your residence hall friend is doing down the hall, or maybe what you hear somebody else talking about in one of your classes. I mean, if it interests you, then talk to them about it, but don't think that what you do has to be what they're doing or what they're doing is what you have to do. Like this is going to be your own path forward and just get out there and find a way to connect. And you'll know when you're doing it because you're going to feel that sense of connection and you're going to feel like this is where I'm supposed to be. This is where I'm going to get my degree from. This is a place that I want to invest my time and energy in. And I will guarantee you that the folks who do the work that I do are thankful for your engagement because you will leave our institutions better than you found them. And that's one of the things that we get out of this. My best advice is to trust your gut, take a risk, bring a friend, ask questions, and be persistent. That is great. That's great advice on how to get the most out of college. Thank you so much, Dr. Dan Maxwell, Interim Vice Chancellor of Student Affairs at University of Houston and University of Houston System. 
Thank you so much. Thank you, Elliot. I appreciate it. Thanks everyone for listening. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review us wherever you get your podcasts and check out elliotfelix.com for all the episodes and the articles I've written, talks I've given, and more information about the book. Thank you.